0: My name is Tracy Cook, and this is the podcast series "Victim to Victory." This series gives a voice to those that have overcome obstacles in all forms. That dare greatly to share their real stories. Amazing humans like our upcoming guest that have seen hope risen above those adversities. To become victorious, that now go on to support and inspire others to do the same. So, please subscribe and comment to go into the monthly draw to win access to the Brand Your Story Academy podcast creator course and download our latest ebook, The Beginner's Guide to Monetizing Your Mic with Podcasting. Today, we are giving a voice to the inspiring, the empowering, and the thought leader, I'm going to say, because pre-show, I'm calling our up-and-coming guest, Jessica Rosario, a thought leader. Welcome to Victim to Victory.
1: Uh, Tracy, thank you so much for having me. What a great intro. I'm so honored to
0: be here. Thank you so much. Well, the pleasure is all ours today, Jessica, because I know that you are a number one Amazon collaborative author. Congratulations. Thank you. And I also know how passionate you are and you have such a heart for for volunteering and such a heart for humanity and serving uh, through the Action Church in Winter Park, uh, a church that you call home as well. And you're also a business coach for an organisation. And I know that we're going to be delving into that a little bit as well. And um, I know that you've developed such a passion Um, to help entrepreneurs really take control of their time and their mindset. And Jessica, you've created all of this from ground up, all on your own, which is absolutely amazing. Um, I know that you co-own a a full-service janitorial commercial cleaning business with your husband and your business partner. You're wearing many hats like many women do and I'm so interested to hear your story. I know our audience will connect with you on so many different levels because your story is relatable, but it's also unique and uh, to you and your journey mm-hmm. as well. And it's brought you to where you are today, where you're impacting communities, saving and changing lives as well. Jessica, mm-hmm. where does your story start?
1: Uh. Gosh, uh, thank you so much, uh, Tracy. And, you know, sometimes you don't realize everything that you do until someone else kind of shares that, 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 brief, you know, highlight and, uh, and brought in bio about you. So, um, so it's, it's, it's incredible what we get to do and what we choose to do every single day. So, so powerful, but thank you. Um, my story begins uh, in the corporate space. I, I spent 24 years in the corporate space in the banking industry, and uh, I relocated from New York to Florida. And I had an opportunity at that point to either start something new or um, go back to the same old, same old banking. And uh, you know, banking felt safe. So I went back to it Um, and this was back in 2015. So one of the things that I discovered was that I was no longer passionate about what I was doing because while I was living in New York, I developed a passion to help entrepreneurs. And that kind of became my side gig, my, my little, you know, side hustle that I would help people out, set up their business and whatnot. And uh, I didn't think that I had what it took at the time to, to really make that, turn that into a business. Um, But as time went on, you know, the corporate space, I realized there was a misalignment with my, with my values really more than anything else. And uh, it was time for me to make a change. Uh, so in 2018, the hubby came home one day and he said, You know, I think we should start a business. And I said, Well, I'm a business coach. So why not? Sure, let's do it. <laughs> and we started um, that side of the business first, um, uh, all in. Uh, I was a business coach, but like I said, I was doing it really as a side hustle, wasn't my primary uh, income or anything. And when we realized that that business became really successful, this is pre pandemic, of course. It was time for me to make a move and I made my move December 13 of 2019, walked away from the corporate space with my head up high and six weeks into it, we were hit by a pandemic.
0: Mm, Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's all timing sometimes, isn't it? Putting those roadblocks in our way to to see if we wanted enough, right? (laughs) Yes. Yes, for sure. Now, and leaving a corporate environment, um, that must have been a really hard decision because he said, "You know, it, it's safe."
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was, and it took a lot of thinking, a lot of planning. Um, you know, there's never the right time. That's one thing. Uh, there's never the right time. Uh, a lot of people say, "Well, you know, I don't, I don't have enough of this, or I don't have enough of that to make it happen," and. Uh, I just don't know that there is a perfect timing for that. This is something that you just have to know that you know that you're ready. And I spent the year of 2019 manifesting and affirming what I wanted for 2020. And I am a big journaler, uh, which we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that, um, which is what led to uh, to my book chapter. But um, in journaling, every single day, I was affirming out loud, sometimes in tears. Uh, I will, I refuse to be a W-2 employee for anyone other than myself in 2020. Mm -hmm. And I said that in 2019, my kids heard me yelling it at times. I cried. There were tears marks in my journal because I knew that that's what I wanted. And I just didn't want to start the year with another W-2. So, so that's what I did. I, I walked away with a leap in faith I don't want to say um, that I jumped in without knowing but definitely taking that step in faith knowing that there was something more for me
0: and I mean it is a gut feeling it is a woman's intuition it is a, a calling sometimes you just know this is no longer in alignment it's no longer a fit for my values and my beliefs and I know that there's something else that, out there for me and I I kind of have a direction but I kind of am a little bit lost as well because you're stepping into a new space, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, December 13, it's pre-Christmas and things like that mm-hmm. as well. So that's always a challenging time. But like you said, mm-hmm. there is never is a good time. But if things mm-hmm. don't change, things don't change.
1: Mm-hmm. Was
0: that the way you were kind of feeling about it?
1: Absolutely. I I was, I was feeling like I was, I was confident enough to take the leap. I did. I wasn't sure how it was going to look. I didn't know anything about, you know, uh, how to, I knew how to, how to help others start a business. I knew how to start a business, but how to really position myself to scale. um, You know, I needed to do some work, but I was ready for it. You know, I was open to it and I knew that that we could do this if we made our first business successful then I knew that it was just a matter of time um and and also being
0: surrounded by the right people so that was really important how important is it to have the the right people what would you describe as the right people Mm -hmm. to surround yourself with
1: You know, as a business coach myself, I'm a big believer that you have to hire a coach, whether, whether you can afford it or not, there are different ways that you can hire a coach, right? So you can either find someone that's in the volunteer space Um, out here. There's plenty of nonprofit organizations that help others um, start and develop their business. There's pro bono coaches as well. Um, But the, but the beauty is in that we show up in the things that we pay for that we invest in because it's an investment in ourselves. And a lot of people um, automatically assume that it's an expense, but it truly is not an expense. It's an investment. It's, it's just like, you know, the investment that you make for your retirement, the investment that you make, you know, in your education or whatever the case may be. And that's the way that, that I look at that. And um, I jotted down what were some areas of opportunity in my life that I knew I needed some support with And that was the type of people that I went out out after. Um, There were, you know, whether it was courses or high ticket uh, coaches, you know, different programs that I was able to follow along um, to give me the the support that I needed. But most importantly, Tracy, and I I, I know that you'll uh, agree with this, it was the sense of community. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as I walked away from the corporate space, we get hit by a pandemic and we go into full on quarantine mode. And then there was isolation Mm, and where there's isolation. Yeah. There's overthinking, there's mindset issues. There's just so much mental health became a hot topic during that time. So um, so being part of the right communities and finding the right support is, is crucial to anyone's success.
0: Did you tend to go down that rabbit hole a little bit? The self-limiting beliefs or the imposter syndrome or the, yeah. have I made a mistake? The self-doubt, especially during a pandemic and those kind of isolating Absolutely. and, and self, self-doubting self times. Did you go down that rabbit hole?
1: Absolutely. And it's, it's funny that you call it rabbit hole. I compare it to a turtle. And, you know, I, I always say, you know, a turtle, when it feels comfortable, it's sometimes it's sunbathing. I'm in Florida, right? So sometimes they're out in the grass, just kind of like sunbathing, and they're all out, right? And when they see something coming, they start to retract and they go back in their shell or jump in the waterwood where, where no one sees them. And I I spent a good year in that season in in hiding and in retracting, in. In in really drowning in my own uh, my own heaviness, because life hit me really really hard in 2020.
0: Do you think you needed to go through that? I know that sounds unusual, but sometimes we need to go through that process, don't we? Oh
1: my gosh, yes. And it's funny that you say that. Um, I actually quoted my dad in 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 my chapter, and uh, one of the things that he said was that the biggest setbacks usually bring the biggest breakthroughs.
0: Whoa, powerful.
1: Right. That was a mic drop moment. So I knew I had to have that in my book. And, um, and that was really important for me, because while I didn't see it at the time, um, there were so many lessons learned from them. And from that season, from, from, from all of the the challenges and all of the, the, the life issues that I was facing, I mean, you know, and, and we won't go into too much detail with this, but, you know, I I had to foster children that I was not planning on fostering little kids. My daughters were grown. I had teenage daughters, right. Um, Had to deal with quarantine, had to deal with homeschooling. I'm not a teacher. Right. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. dealing with all of these things, it was like one thing after another and dealing with a, with a relatively new business at that point, my husband had already walked away from his full-time job to run the business. And it was scary. It was a really, really scary period. But when I look at it now and I, 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 went through that grieving process. Cause when you grieve, there's so many different stages of grieving, right. And, you know, first you're sad and and then you're, you're, you're angry, you're victimized, and you're going through all of these different energy levels that, 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 you know, are, are part of being a human being. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but to be able to get through some of these things and kind of Move forward and share my story to help others. I, I think that's just so powerful. So when this opportunity presented presented itself for the book collaboration, um, I knew that that was the story I needed to share. And um, the chapter being permission to bounce back really is what what I the message that I wanted to relay to 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 everyone that. There are times that we all go through stuff. It doesn't matter how prepared we are, what the qualifications we have, what certifications we have under our belt, whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur, whether you're a new entrepreneur, until we really take a moment to reflect on what is going on and we give ourselves permission to move forward, we just won't understand what we're going through. and. You know, I'm not, I haven't arrived, Tracy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, if you relate to that, right. I do. Um, Entrepreneurship I do. is not an arrival. It's a mm-hmm. journey. So we're constantly in the, in the position of, of learning and becoming who we want to be. So, uh, so it's just, it's just a story that we share and it's just a season that I experienced in my life and I'll know better next time.
0: And there were so many lessons. It sounds like that you had to learn, and that were presented to you from a from a higher being, to mm-hmm. actually see if you wanted it enough, and for you to learn the lessons to move forward, to be able to enable enable people to actually um, fulfill their dreams and goals as well. Especially as a yeah. business coach. So, Jessica, I know that your your story, obviously, your dad's a, a big role model for you. But what does mm-hmm. what does life by design really mean to you?
1: Life by design to me is being able to be present, to do the things that I love. Um, You know, one of the things that uh, we seek for when it comes to entrepreneurship is freedom and flexibility, right? But for a lot of people, um, when we first start out our business, that is the first thing that we don't experience, you know, it's that freedom and flexibility. It's like we we find ourselves so consumed in so many different things and, you know, busy doesn't mean productive. Right. So, um, so living my life by design is being able to, you know, support my clients, walk in my, in my purpose and, and follow my passion to, to be able to do that so that, I can be present for the other things that I love, which is, you know, being able to travel with my family. I live in Florida, so I call myself in a forever vacation. Right. And uh, being able to do things that, that, that are important to me. I love what I get to do every single day, but life by design really is, is where you find that in entrepreneurship. I don't care how much you love your job. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you have to report to someone else and you're wearing the golden shackles you might not necessarily have that freedom that you're looking
0: for. So I love what I get to do every single day. And what do you hope that um, the biggest thing that people take away from your chapter?
1: I would say my, my five-step process, um, Tracy. I think uh, one of the things for me is I, I didn't realize at the time, but when we're going through stuff, it's really important to uh, take a step back and reflect on, on several things that are happening, right? So, so number one, disconnecting, disconnecting from everything, Mm. understanding that there is a bigger purpose for what you're doing. And, uh, and if you don't disconnect, you'll continue to live in, in that madness and being still, you know, listening to, to, to that intuition, Uh, as you called it. You know, there's so many ways to look at it. It's that gut feeling. It's, it's the spirit, right? It's God speaking to me. It's the silence. It's, it's my intuition. But when we don't listen to it, then we're living in a position of reaction all the time. So the, the only way to do that is by, by being still. And of course, asking for help, asking for help. Um, I will tell you, remember, I used the analogy of, of a turtle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they don't ask for help. They just stay in the shell until they know it's safe to come out. And that was a big thing for me. I, I refused to ask for help. And when I did, what I was told was that I looked like I had it all under control. Mm. That was a big aha moment for me because people didn't know what I was going through until I shared what I needed to share.
0: And it just highlights so, the reason how much we need to share because a lot of people think, well, mm-hmm. you know, are, are worried about what other people think sometimes, right? But mm-hmm. I, I have this theory, um, Jessica, that if everyone is just raw and real and authentic, how freeing yeah. is that space for people just to accept you and meet you where you're at? And it's so hard because we do have that, what will my family think? What will my friends think? Because mm-hmm. you don't want to present like that because you put so much time and money and effort into this thing. And mm-hmm. then you don't want to look like a fool sometimes for some people, yeah. you know, and it's really hard to really own that vulnerability, isn't it? Yeah,
1: for sure. And I think it's it's how you position the story because, you see, my story is super sensitive. And um, I didn't want to put my whole world out there, but it was the lesson learned through it that just doesn't expose my family in a way that's disrespectful, right? And it doesn't put me in a position of of self-pityness, right? Mm -hmm. Um, More so of we're all going to go through stuff like this. And, you know, the biggest issue that happened during the pandemic is that everyone felt like they had no control. Yeah, you know, and, and that was the biggest thing. So, so focusing on those things and, and how do you come out when you're dealing with things, um, is, is much more important than the situation itself, you know, for some telling the story is, is okay, but for others, you know, when the time comes to tell the story, they will, and it may not be in every audience that will share that story. So.
0: Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other steps are there in your in your five step process? Yeah, so um, aside from the three that I
1: mentioned, there's also rejecting comparison. Um, rejecting comparison was a big deal for me because I tend to minimize my pain, and I find myself doing that sometimes. Still, uh, you know, oh well, I don't have it so bad. Well, there are other people that are going through other things worse than mine, but Tracy, let's face it. Trauma is trauma regardless of the size,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, when you're Sorry. a victim of something, if I'm a victim of identity theft, or if I'm a victim of, of, you know, a, a robbery, you're still a victim. Mm-hmm. It's just a d- different type, not necessarily less or more. Right. So, um, so understanding that, that was really critical for me and not comparing to what other people's journey was like and, uh, and also setting boundaries. Boundaries was a painful part of my healing process because mm-hmm. there were some things that I needed to tune out and there were other boundaries that, that maybe I set with the wrong people right? Um, because in mm-hmm. the very beginning, you kind of like, you're setting boundaries all around you, the guards are up, you're putting walls around you to protect you, your family, and, and the people that matter the most. And, uh, and sometimes when we do that, we impact the people that we love. So so setting the, round, the right
0: boundaries um, is, is my last step in the five-step process. Sounds absolutely amazing. And do you share the five-step process within your um... Uh, permission to bounce back chapter inside the Life by Design book as well. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, that's part of the chapter. Wonderful. And um, what is a key piece of advice that you could share on, on exactly how you overcome that obstacle? Is that how you actually found your five-step process? It was because you were mm-hmm. sitting in that space and this is what, what came out of it?
1: Yes. Uh, so, so I will tell you two things, uh, one that that's, that's tangible that people can apply really quickly, but, um, but the main thing I'm a woman of faith. And, uh, the one thing that I realized was that, that God was present in every single thing, even though I didn't see it at that time, but I knew that that was the only thing that brought me joy. And because it was the only thing that was bringing me joy, I needed to get closer and deeper. Um, so that was one. And that led me to journaling. I'm a huge proponent of journaling. Anyone that has purchased the book has the opportunity um, to get a 20-page a um, journaling guide um, as, a, as a freebie. So um, I'm definitely they want to check that out, but journaling is what helped me get my thoughts from my head onto paper. And, you know, my, my journal for that year, I, i I always save my journals, but those are my stories, you know, and when I'm prepared for it, I'm sure I'll go back and see, like I said, I had tear marks on my pages. There were days that I journaled one page, there were days that I journaled 13 pages. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, but journaling was definitely the key, especially when you place yourself in isolation. When we isolate, we have no one to talk to. And journaling was that key that was able to help me identify that five-step process and continue to move forward. And I'm, I'm a still avid journaler today. I absolutely love journaling every single day. Uh.
0: I, I love journaling I write in my journal every single morning and if I do miss a morning or it's not till later in the day I feel all out of alignment whenever I miss it because it is a, it's a neuro process isn't it it goes right you know there's just something magical in that neuro process where you've got a pen in your hand and it goes From your brain down your your arm into the pen and you're just writing your thoughts your brain dump I call it a brain dump I'm just pouring everything out into the journal absolutely wonderful and how are you helping others now and um, whereabouts can we actually connect with you
1: yeah, um, so I absolutely love what I get to do every single day. I know I've said that before, but um, I'm a business coach and I help female online service providers really maximize their their business so that they're able to do the things that they love, which is what I love to do, right? Why not? And um, I do this through accountability and productivity coaching. Um, I do have a group uh, a group coaching program that I'm launching in June, so super excited about that. Uh, but you can find me on JessRosario.com. Uh, you'll find more information there on uh, my packages, my, my programs, as well as where to find me on social media, as well as all social media channels. So that's JessRosario.com.
0: Fantastic. Life by Design, number one Amazon bestseller, collaborative authors. Jessica Rosario is one of the amazing people inside of here. Not only her story, but everyone else's stories are so impactful on how you can create the business and life that you desire, your life by design. And that chapter again is Permission to Bounce Back. Thank you very much for your time today thank you very much for being brave to share some insights into your story as well Jess and you're so appreciated here we'll be sharing where to connect with you as well and what message do you want to leave the audience with on today
1: oh well thank you so much for having me Tracy first of all this has been a a great uh opportunity to, to share that story and, and hope that I can connect with others out there, um, to know that, uh, you know, courage comes before confidence. And, uh, when we are going through the midst of the madness, we don't tend to see that we lose confidence immediately and start to listen to all these limiting beliefs and all these gremlins that just start to take over our minds, but know that in order to overcome that courage, comes before confidence. And I know that you'll be able to overcome anything that comes your way if you just look at it that way.
0: Courage Comes Before Confidence. I know somebody needed to hear that today, Jess, so thank you very much. You can find the Victim to Victory podcast series on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify and Apple. If you've got value from today, we will be sharing where to connect with Jessica and where to actually get the Life by Design book produced by Kim Ward and GWN Publishing, Lil Bakarski as the actual promoter as well. So please subscribe and comment and go into our monthly draw to win access to our Brand Your Story Academy podcast creator course. And thank you very much for your time today. Let me leave you with a message of wear your story like a superhero cape and not an anchor. See you on the next episode.